When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Yes, good morning everyone and welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for this Thursday morning. It is the 28th of April 2022. Daniel Pettigrew in the chair again uh, for the next hour before... Vossi and Brandy back together for the first time in a few weeks from 6am this morning. But a big show uh, for us between now and at 6am. A lot to get through. We are in about 15 minutes going to have a chat to Maddie Cox down in Melbourne. We tried to do it yesterday. A few tech issues, but uh, we will have a chat with him uh, tomorrow. Uh, t- tomorrow? Today. In about 15 minutes to discuss the weekend looming and all the big issues out of both the NRL and the AFL. Um, and plenty of NRL news doing the round. So at one past five, let's get to it. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Now, just before we get to today's hot topic, there is some live sport going on. We'll be right across this uh, throughout the morning in this show and then uh, once Vossi and Brandy are on as well. Just kicking off now, Liverpool up against Villarreal in the first semi-final, well, second semi-final, but the first leg of their Champions League semi-final. The next leg is next Wednesday uh, morning. So we'll be across this. Liverpool-Villarreal just kicking off at nil all after one minute. Now, um, your chance to win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. one 300 one 1170 or 0457 736 736. Now, this story was, well, really kicked off yesterday and it's just bubbling along. Um, isn't it? The NRL is reportedly weighing up a $200 million plan which could see the grand final rotated around Australia and even into other countries, much like the Super Bowl. Now, Channel 9 reports the league will propose to the New South Wales government a plan, including a traditional grand final being played in Sydney, but also a certain number of the games being played elsewhere each decade. ARL Commission Chairman Peter Volantes is set to meet with New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet later this week to discuss the idea. Now, Volantes told Nine, nothing is a done deal. We're keen to meet with the New South Wales government, and whatever the outcome is, I have to go back to the Commission. The Commission will always act in the best interest of the game, will always keep an open mind, like any good commercial practice requires for the betterment of the game. But we have to remember this is called the National Rugby League for a reason. One thing I know about supporters is that they will travel. Panthers and Rubbos fans didn't get the chance to go to Brisbane last year, but they would have if they could have. The model the NRL is considering would reportedly see an an unknown number of grand finals played across Sydney and Brisbane over the next decade. Now, Queensland is said to be willing to pay over $10 million a year to host the decider at Suncorp Stadium, while the remaining games would also be put up for auction. That would allow cities like Perth, Melbourne and Adelaide or even other countries to bid for hosting rights, much like how the NFL treats the Super Bowl. Naturally, we have to look at a Super Bowl-style situation where states get the chance to bid on it. All right, now, 
Uh, I have mixed feelings on where the grand final should be played. And we'll speak to Manny Cox about this. Melbourne now. Now, obviously, the past couple of years with COVID, it's been different. But I would find it hard to see the AFL grand final in a normal year ever leaving Melbourne. Ever. Um, now, I know Vossi was saying yesterday that there's going to be four teams in Queensland next year. So maybe every four years we play the grand final in, in Brisbane. I still think it should probably just stay in Sydney. However, I there is an argument definitely to take it to Brisbane every two, three, four years. And I think people would be able to live with that to an extent. But what about going to Melbourne or Perth or Adelaide or elsewhere across anywhere around the world? Um, I can't imagine a grand final at Adelaide Oval. It just, it, it, I just don't think it would work. However, on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, I want you to be creative this morning, or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six for your chance uh, to win a uh, New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. Now, firstly, give me your thoughts on it. More importantly, but where in the world, and it can be Australia, but where in the world and what ground? Would you love to see the NRL Grand Final played at? The most creative answer will win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. Where in the world, anywhere in the world, uh, would you like to see the uh, NRL Grand Final played? If it's going to leave Sydney, where would you love to see it played? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 or 457 736 Your chance to win the New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. Where would you like to see the NRL grand final played? Can be anywhere in the world. Uh, can be a mainstream uh, stadium. Can be a stadium maybe no one's heard of apart from you. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736 736 We'll get to your text soon. Your chance to win at New South Wales Blues Origin Scarf. Now, at five past five, haven't the Bulldogs been uh, in the news once again? Uh, Paul Kent last night on NRL 360 said he believes Phil Good's training takeover is the beginning of the end for the Bulldogs coach Trent Barrett and has questioned how players can trust him after sending mixed messages. It comes as Braithen Nasta, a premiership winner with the Bulldogs, declared the club has gone backwards under Gould and Barrett. Now, it was revealed yesterday that Gould delivered a sensational sprain to the playing group and took over Tuesday's training session. Kent provided more detail on NRL 360. Let's have a listen to what Paul Kent said last night. But then the tone turned, and what happened out of that was uh, Gould then turned on the first grade side and gave them all a bake, and I mean all of them. Mm. Particularly focused on the spine, and among the spine, as we know, and the guy who, yeah, I spoke to people uh, in the room who said it was particularly savage on Kyle Flanagan. Not just Kyle himself, they're all getting it, but Kyle did come in for, for a, a special consideration, which uh, then had everybody back on their heels a bit because, as everybody knows in the game, Gould can give one of the best bakes around. Then what happens, they walk out of the, of the review, they go out on the field... Trent Barrett stands at the sideline and lets Gould go out and he then runs the session. Which again, what was it, three weeks ago? He told us he had nothing to do with the football team. Yeah, so uh, Paul Kent providing some insight there on NRL 360. Now, Phil Gould, he has played down reports uh, that he is taking a more hands-on approach from Trent Barrett. Now, uh, Gould, as we know, did run a trading session on Tuesday in the late week of last weekend's uh, loss. Uh, increasing speculation that Barrett is in trouble. Gould explained that it was actually Barrett's idea for the players to hear a different voice at training. 
Uh, Barrett is under pressure, but as, as we know. Now, uh, Gould explained to the Wide World of Sports that Trent asked me to present some data to the players before the Broncos game last week. We got a good reaction. He wanted to give it another go this week, which we did. It was an honest appraisal. I was then talking to Trent in the middle of the field while the players were doing some skill drills. They were a bit sluggish to start the week, and I said to Trent they need to liven up. He threw me his whistle. I was wearing jeans. It was a bit of fun and something different for the players. Not sure that my 1980s approach will change the world, but it was fun. I would do anything Trent asked me to do. The story was and is a huge overreaction. Interesting. Um, they have a pretty tricky game this weekend against a Roosters side that you would imagine after their loss to the Dragons, and there's been a lot of talk about the Roosters as well uh, over the course of not just last week, but really the opening six or seven weeks of the competition would want to bounce back. It's the 5.30 game out at Acor Stadium on Saturday night. The Bulldogs will obviously want to win, but I think they're going to come up against a Roosters side that will be out to prove a point. So they, they have a tough time ahead of them, I think. Uh, the Bulldogs and Trent Barrett, um, question marks still remain. Uh, he's there at the moment, and if they could get a massive win over the Roosters, then I think you'd keep his job again, and, and the rumours would go away for a little while. But uh, it's definitely uh, there, isn't it, with Fugel running that training session. And just on the Bulldogs as well, some more bad news for them. Uh, they had four players out with COVID and a lot of injuries last weekend against that uh, in that game against the Broncos, where I thought, to be honest, they were pretty competitive for... 50-55 minutes. They almost looked like they were going to win at some stage as well. Uh, yesterday afternoon, late after yesterday afternoon, Canterbury put out a statement saying uh, they will be without their captain Josh Jackson uh, for the Saturday this Saturday's matchup with the Roosters after he uh, today so yesterday tested positive for COVID. Jackson tested himself at home on a day off after feeling unwell uh, and then tested positive. There are no other cases within the squad at this stage, but still a big loss for the Bulldogs heading into uh, that game against the Roosters with Josh Jackson out with COVID. Uh, that comes after four Bulldogs players were ruled out with COVID last week. Uh, in the Champions League, nine minutes gone. Liverpool and Villarreal, nil all. Uh, nine minutes gone, nil all. Asking you on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 for your chance to win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. Where in the world... Would you like to go and watch the NRL Grand Final? If it's going to leave Sydney, where in the world would you like to go and watch the NRL Grand Final? Can be absolutely anywhere. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's 10 past five. Yeah, it is. Uh, 14 minutes gone in the Champions League. Still nil all between Liverpool and Villarreal. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Asking you today for your chance to win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. Uh, if the grand final is to move out of Sydney, where would you like to see it played? What stadium? Where in the world would you like to go and watch the NRL grand final? It is 14 past five. Let's have a chat with Matty Cox from Melbourne. And a very good morning to Dan Pettigrew from our Sydney studios, part of the 1170 Breakfast team and host of Tradies News in a nutshell into New South Wales and Queensland. Morning to you, mate. Uh, hello, Matty. Uh, great music once again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, happy with that choice yeah, this morning? Yeah, I know you're, happy, uh, yep. you're keeping me to account with these music yes. choices. Music reviews, at... yes. Not going to like it when they start repeating themselves. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, been a big, busy week um, mm. in the both AFL and NRL. We'll quickly 
go back to what happened on Anzac Day. I know you were joining most of our audience on Monday morning for those that were up and about for the mm. dawn services or still having to go on their way to work. Did you anticipate the Melbourne Storm blitzing the Warriors in the fashion that they did? I anticipated the Melbourne Storm winning. I didn't anticipate them scoring 70 points. And it was funny, I was saying on uh, the show on Tuesday morning, um, I I went to the Roosters-Dragons match um, and came home and watched the first half of that Warriors Storm match, and I think it was 14 10 or 16 10 at half time. And I actually switched it off because I had to uh, get up early, as you're well aware of, Maddie. <laughs> yes. uh, and um, I got a text midway through the night uh, from a friend of mine saying, Two great games today. I'm like, okay. Um, and I sort of just didn't bother looking at the score. And then when I woke up, I had to do a double take when it was the, war- uh, when it was the Storm 70, uh, Warriors 10. What, what a scoreline! It's phenomenal, and it proves again that no matter what the Melbourne Storm do, no matter what injuries, no matter what player losses that they've had over the last Mm. couple of years, they are such a strong club culturally. To be able to put on a performance like that, Ryan Pappenhausen, I don't Mm. think he did his State of Origin chances any harm with his performance on Monday night either, but just it was an extraordinary performance, and you, you almost feel... Sorry for the the Warriors and the situation that mm. they've found themselves in, not only given the result on the weekend, but it almost puts an exclamation mark over the journey they've had for the last two and a bit years now, virtually being on the road the whole time. Yeah, and they will be based in Australia for the rest of the year. However, they are from uh, early July. Uh, I think they're playing four games over in New Zealand. I think the first of them will be the Tigers. So that'll be good. And hopefully at the end of the year, uh, they'll move back to New Zealand and be based there full time next year. It's it's a funny one because there would be some players at the Warriors who have signed over the past couple of years that uh, have never been to New Zealand or at least since they've been signed with the Warriors. So, uh, yeah, being based here, and they've done a tremendous job. I mean, you, you think, Matty, back two years ago, there was a lot of talk about whether the competition could go ahead if the Warriors didn't uh, come to Australia and continued the competition. So just what they've done over the past two and a half years and what they continue to do uh, really does have to be admired. It, it does, and it probably doesn't get spoken enough about either. When you mm. at one end of the scale, we're lauding the success of the Melbourne Storm, given mm. that they've had to uh, move into state twice, and for the last two seasons, they've spent a majority of it into state. But mm. being overseas is a whole different kettle of fish for the Warriors, and unfortunately for them, the result on Monday night probably puts an exclamation. Mark, on that, turning our attention towards the weekend ahead, Dan, what's catching your eye on that front? Yeah, well, the storm uh, for our Melbourne listeners having the nights uh, this Sunday afternoon, I think it is, yep, 2 o'clock. Uh, yeah, just having a look, uh, no real big blockbusters this weekend. In fact, probably the, one of the more interesting matches is the final one, uh, which is the Dragons and the Tigers, which is at four on Sunday. Now, these two clubs two weeks ago were in a world of pain, and now one of them are actually actually going to win three matches in a row. Uh, the Dragons wins against the Knights and the Roosters. The Tigers wins against the Eels and South. So this one, which, you know, two or three weeks ago, people would have thought, oh, we might not watch this. I think everyone will be watching on Sunday afternoon. And before we uh, turn our attention to the other code this morning, what's going on yes. with uh, our very good friend, Peter Valandis, <laughs> and uh, the speculation regarding your grand final, the NRL grand final, or p- potentially heading north 
mm. on a more permanent basis. Yeah, so we know it was played in Brisbane last year, but that was due uh, to COVID and everyone sort of understood that. Um, but a lot of talk over the past 24 hours that uh, they may move some of the grand finals. Now, not all of them, but some of the grand finals to Queensland. And look, I think people could probably live with that to an extent because you I mean there's four teams in Brisbane as of next year on Queensland as of next year um, and they do get a lot of good crowds up there there's rugby league there each and every week but but there's been article an article today where they're saying that maybe not just Brisbane uh, they're looking at doing a Super Bowl type thing and take it to different cities so Melbourne Perth Adelaide even potentially somewhere around the world now uh, I'm asking my listeners this morning, where would they love around the world to watch uh, the NRL Grand Final? But on, on a serious note, um, I would be amazed if the AFL, uh, and I know they have over the past couple of years because they've had to, but in a normal year, could you ever see the AFL Grand Final leaving Melbourne at all? No. No, exactly. <laughs> it's partly because the contract that they've got in place, I think, mm. keeps extending out because of the COVID situation for the next 40 or 50-odd years, I think 2054 or 55 is now the, the end date for that mm. contract. And by that time, who knows what the state of the league is in then. Maybe it is more flexible and more open to being shifted around. But I don't, given the size of the MCG, until mm. something can rival that problem. I mean, the, the spectacle of Optus Stadium last mm. year was, it was very good. something, it, it, yeah, it captured your attention, it captured your imagination and the lighting display and all the the um, pre-game entertainment was phenomenal. And at the Gabba the year before, it was sensational, though the, mm. we know that the Gabba's in some need of uh, a refurbishment. Yeah. But I don't, I honestly don't see it leaving Melbourne anytime soon. And I think there would be a huge uproar if it was for anything other than a pandemic that we moved yeah. to the grand final. And I think uh, it's a tradition to have it played in Sydney. And I thought, look, Suncorp Stadium and Brisbane did it very well uh, last year. And no doubt they could do it again and um, would do a good job of it. But, yeah, I just find it hard to see it all leave Sydney. But uh, it seems to be on the table, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. I suppose if a good enough deal's put forward too, money talks in this uh, era. certainly does. Uh, what is happening in the AFL this weekend? And are GWS under a bit of pressure? They are, they are. They uh, Their season to date has been very ordinary to say the least. However, what I will say is that they found themselves in a very similar situation 12 months ago, GWS. Mm. There was speculation about how well that they would be performing long term throughout the season and whether or not they would be a contender and they ended up making a semi-final last year so I don't think all is lost the concern as they take on Adelaide this weekend who are themselves in red hot form a young side on the rise that have already raised a few eyebrows over the course of the the year to date but for GWS the speculation around Leon Cameron and his future is intensifying he's out of contract at the end of year the club and he have put off contract talks, so there's speculation. Will it be another Nathan Buckley situation? And there's a, the, the pressure seems to be mounting on him. Um, Toby Green returned last week against the Saints, but it was another fade-out in the second half. So there's still the question marks on that front for the Giants. But you feel as if they don't put in a, a solid performance, a solid contest against the Adelaide Crows this weekend. That pressure is only going to uh, intensify 
yeah. over the, the coming days yeah. and months. Yeah, and just quickly, I know we're going back a couple of days, but what was the reaction of having the two games on Anzac Day? Obviously, you have your tradition and Essendon Collingwood game, but the Swans Hawthorne, did that go down all right? Honestly, I think it got lost in the wash a bit. Mm-hmm. I think there hasn't been too much spoken about um, that game on Monday, the mm. early game on Monday and its placement. I'm still not 100% sure exactly why it was placed there, but it didn't really detract from the occasion. I think the focus was on what was occurring at the MCG no matter what. So uh, I don't think it did it any yeah. uh, any damage. Yeah, and it's funny you mention that because I was out on Monday heading to the NRL, but I was out before that. And usually a Swans match would be on every, well, not every screen, but at least a couple of screens um, in the any different pub in Sydney. I didn't see it on anyone on Monday afternoon because I, I agree, I think it was just completely lost in everything else that was going around, especially a uh, 12.30 time zone as well, time to kickoff as well. Yeah, it's a, it was an out of the out of the box for the AFL. They mm. given what they did, forty one points after trailing Hawks yes. very early on in the game. Good I think win. that's again, it's uh, another uh, feat not to be sneezed at for the Sydney Swans. They keep they keep knocking down the door, Dan. They're one side to watch out for, and over the course of the twenty twenty two season. So you got one side in the Harbour City going very very well. The other is a bit coffee and a bit spluttery yes. this morning, struggling a bit, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is it. Enjoy the weekend, mate. It's going to be another big one in the world of footy in your end, so I'll look forward to recapping it all with you next week. Thanks, mate. We'll catch up next week. Will do. Yeah, Matty Cox there from Melbourne, host of Tradies News in a nutshell, and you hear him uh, quite often here on this station as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. This is Tradies News in a nutshell. Don't forget, this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. Uh, 24 minutes gone in the Champions League. Still nil all between Liverpool and Villarreal. On the text line 0457 736 736 asking uh, for your chance to win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf if the grand final was to leave Sydney. And feel free to give me your thoughts on that. But if it was to leave Sydney, where in the world would you like to go and watch the NRL grand final? Uh, Yeovil Treatment's been in contact. He said, hi Dan, I wouldn't have a problem with grand finals being held in Brisbane or Melbourne but would draw the line against having it in any city that doesn't have an NRL team. Well, yeah, I, I, I tend to think so. Look, I went to the State of Origin in Melbourne a, a few years back. It was a good experience. Uh, they do well with Origin. I think they would probably sell out um, an MCG or close enough for a grand final, but I do agree with that. As far as a left field grand final venue, how about the John Smith Stadium in Huddersfield? given that is where Rugby League was born back in 1895 from the Yeovil Treatment. Yes, good, good, very good suggestion. I agree with uh, all of that text. I think, yeah, uh, taking it away from a city where there is no Rugby League, as Manny said, uh, Manny talks. Thank you, Yeovil Treatment. You're in the running for that uh, New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. And also on 0457 736 736, Brett's text in saying, good morning, Dan, morning. Uh, Been giving you a question of thought. Uh, giving you a question about thought, maybe Auckland to host the grand final, uh, being the time zone that it would come back to the Eastern States would be more of an afternoon game, which would be more user-friendly. But I don't like the thought of the idea going uh, from leaving Sydney. Thank you, Brett. Yeah, look, Auckland's not a bad shout. They obviously have a rugby league team. And after everything they've been through over the past well three years, not seeing a rugby league game until July this year, that's not a bad suggestion either, Brett. I, the only question mark I think I would have on that is, obviously, uh, it's a night game for a reason. Channel 9 want it to be 
uh, night game, um, and I don't think that's going to change. But I do like the idea, I think, uh, there's another stadium, and the name escapes me at the moment, but there's another stadium in Auckland, Eden Park, they could play it at, um, Brett. So uh, there you go. Good suggestion, uh, Brett. 0457 736 736, although I'm with you. I don't want to see it leave Sydney. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 for your chance to win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf. Where, if it does have to leave Sydney, would you like to see the NRL Grand Final played? It's 27 past five. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Is nil all between Liverpool and Villarreal at half-time. The man that will be at the football desk, no doubt, uh, after 6am with Andrew Voss. It's Greg Alexander. He's in the studio. Morning. Dan, continued updates uh, from 6 o'clock yes. on the Champions League match. Um, and we'll be looking at round eight in the NRL, which, when you look at it, apart from the Panthers and Storm, who take on teams that they should beat, I think all matches are live. Now, the one that's taken on more interest in my eyes, and I, I guess in a lot of eyes, Will be the Roosters and the Bulldogs. Yes, no Josh Jackson now either, and Phil Gould running the training sessions. Has he got COVID, Josh? Uh, yes, he does. Are you sure? Uh, but I'm 99% sure. Right. Uh, now, yeah, know. tonight the Broncos take on the Sharks. Yes. Which yes. Uh, will be an interesting game. Look, uh, the Sharks are going well, um, and I think probably going too well for Brisbane to upset them, but um, there's some terrific games. I think the matches around just might be the last one I was about to say of the that. weekend. Really looking forward to the Dragons. Dragons, Tigers. Can yes. the Tigers make it three in a row? Dragons back up to. what they did in the Anzac yes. Day. Yes, looking forward to breakfast after 6am. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Greg Alexander back with Andrew Voss uh, from 6am in just over five minutes' time. Asking you this morning on 0457 736 736 if the grand final is to leave Sydney, uh, where would you like it played for your chance to win a New South Wales Blues Origin scarf? Couple of texts to finish off the show. The Big G says, Morning, Dan. Given that it's it is only hypothetical on moving the grand final. Take it to SoFi Stadium in LA. That place is awesome. But I, like yourself, never want to see it leave Sydney. It wasn't only last week. We were talking to Jalissa one morning about um, taking the start of the season uh, to America. Now they're talking about taking the grand final. And Junior Smithy says, Morning, Dan. I don't want to see the grand final leave Sydney, but the NRL could really use it to not only get the cash, but get the states to fund rugby league infrastructure in that state. But as a left field stadium, I would love Anfield. But imagine the images of it being played at the Float Marina Bay in Singapore. Junior Smithy, thank you for those texts. I'm going to give the New South Wales Blues origin scarf, though, to Yeovil Treeman uh, this morning. Uh, but don't worry, we've got another one to give away for you tomorrow morning. Vossi Brandy after the news with Alana, which is next. And I will catch you back here tomorrow morning from 5am. Have a good day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.